as anyone who regularly listens to this show knows, we, we put great store on uh, the youth team here. We, every week we have Gary Jones, who follows the, all the youth team matches, and he comes on every week and, and talks about it. And in fact, you heard him just a few minutes ago. And so it re- leads really nicely on to uh, our next special guest, who, who, because of our interest in the youth team on the show, I, I was really, really keen to get on. Mark Smith, welcome, Mark. Thank you very much. Uh, for for those who, who don't know, um, and Mark will correct me if I got this wrong. Uh, uh, Mark, I think you had a, a business called Gamesman, um, which you, uh, uh, as far as I know, they do gaming equipment for casinos. Yeah, we, and uh, like we manufacture parts for slot machines. Excellent. And uh, they were sold to a, uh, a global firm called Esselin Corporation, uh, but you continued as managing director. Yep, that's right. And um, that, uh, following the sale, you very kindly donated a large sum of money to help finance and further improve the academy over the next five years. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it was a, a significant deal for me personally. Um, but through my relationship with the club and particularly Chris Polson, who heads up the uh, commercial side, um, we, we, we had a chat and, uh, and Chris kind of put together a deal um, that enabled me to donate for the academy for five years. Excellent. So, I mean, did you have you had a chat with the club, but did you have in mind already how you might like to help the club or did the club say to you what his particular options? No, I th- well, it's a good question. I think... Um, it was really a very informal chat with Chris um, over coffee. I've known Chris for a number of years from sponsoring various games here. And um, I said, look, Chris, if I want to do something and get more involved, what, what would you suggest? What would you recommend? And really it was Chris that kind of steered me towards the academy. been looking for a, a partner f- um, for a number of years. So um, it seemed like the right thing to invest in. It's, uh, and this is a donation, as I understand, pure. I'm, I'm not asking you in any way to, to mention amounts here, but as I understand, this is a donation, pure and simple. It's not an investment. You get nothing out of it at no, all. That, that's right. And I, I think I use the word investment because I think it's the right term because of how I feel um, it, it reflects what we're doing and what the club's doing in the young players and coming into the first team. But actually, yeah, it, it is pure and simply a donation. Um, there's, there's no upside for me. I don't get any um, proceeds from future sell-ons or anything. And a couple of people have asked me that, but it's just pure and simply a donation. Right. And how, how will it how will it work? Is it, uh, will it be used for specific parts of the academy? Or? We, we've we've done the payment in two in two halves. The first half's already gone, and um, you know that that's been used to help. Um, some infrastructure stuff and and then in as the second half payment comes up we'll be discussing more details about how they're going to use the money um but it it, for me it was a a pretty easy decision because of how important the the academy is for the club right Uh, which is interesting i mean the palace academy um it's it's filled mostly with local local youngsters if you go to quite a number of other academies they they've got many players who they've sort of gathered from around the world was it the fact that it seems to specifically concentrate on the on the local area that that made you really keen on this project i mean would you have felt differently about it if it was full of uh you know lads from other countries yeah i guess yeah i hadn't really thought about it like that i think being a palace fan since the age of seven or eight that's um you know it's a club that is very much a local community club and therefore the academy is is going to naturally be full of 
kids that have, have come up from their uh, surrounding area. Um, and, and that's that's why being a Palace fan is so great, because if I was a Chelsea or an Arsenal fan, I don't think I'd have had the same kind of level of connection with the club over this many years. Right, and obviously, also, you, you, the, 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 the amount that you're kindly donating is going to have a, a significant impact. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just out of curiosity, I mean, uh, you, we just mentioned there a couple of times about um, players uh, in the academy generally coming from around the local area to here, which I know is, you know, is, is the, uh, the way we market the whole thing and the, and the academy, but are you in there, are you going to have any influence on uh, being able to maybe widen that net slightly, or is that purely not going to be you don't have that involvement at all yeah i don't think so i think you know you've got to recognize your own limitations and um i'm a, I'm a palace fan but there's a lot i don't know about football so i kind of i'll leave that to the experts i think yeah interesting though because i mean I, I i i do know quite a few um connections in, in other countries personally mm. uh and i've always um tried to push um some some young uh, academy kids from from other countries specifically in in portugal uh, through people like John Salaka who's got involvement here and yep. also uh, Gary slightly um, but I've never really got anywhere and I, I'm just wondering why that is and whether you could have shed any light but obviously you can't either same as me no, I purely can't, a fan but, really but yeah absolutely <laughs> but I think it's a great idea because the wider you, you cast the net presumably yeah. the better your chances absolutely yeah so anyway maybe okay. we have a chat uh, if we, <laughs> we, we will delightfully uh, carry on with this interview in just a moment but if we need to break off just for a moment here because I believe Daryl has the team news. Yeah, hello Ian, how are you doing? Uh, we're doing fine, uh, so go ahead. Yeah, well there's no changes at all, so uh, same team and same subs that uh, Ian Holloway named for Tuesday night's draw at the New Den. So uh, in goal, number one, Julian Stroni. Back four, number two is Joel Ward. Number 33, Danny Gabidon. 27, Damien Delaney. 21, Dean Moxie. Midfield of 15 and captain, Milay Yelinak. 8, KG. 10, Owen Garvin. 16, Wolf Sahar. 7, Yannick Balassi. And up front, looking for his 30th championship goal, as he has been for a while now, is number 17, Glenn Murray. Excellent. Any news on the Peterborough team? Uh, not as yet. We're just waiting for that to come in. So while we're waiting, I'll run through the substitutes. Uh, Sub-goalkeeper is number 34, Lewis Price. In number order, number 9, Kevin Phillips. Number 11, Stephen Dobby. 18, Aaron Wilbraham. 20, Johnny Williams. 28, Peter Ramage. And 30, Andre Moritz. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for getting it so quickly to us, Daryl. And Not a problem uh, at all. I'm sure when the next show comes on, you'll have the Peterborough team by then and uh, they'll want to hear from you again. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll give you guys a call back as soon as I have the Peterborough team. That's great. Thanks Cheers, a lot. Cheers. Bye bye. Sorry about that, Mark, but we no just felt that uh, you know we ought to break in and get it as quickly as we can. Uh, just to carry on, um, will the, the investment help the club to upgrade the facilities to the level that we might be able to move from category two to category one is that is that the plan yeah that's that was very much a part of it when i met with uh, uh chris chris put a meeting together with phil alexander gary Issa and ian holloway and and that was very much part of the the first part of the investment to help towards that upgrade excellent You've, you've mentioned uh, a few times that you've been a Palace supporter for, for many years. Uh, I think uh, you come to nearly all the home games uh, when, when you're not away abroad on work. Um, can you remember what your first game was? Uh, first game was here against Wolves in 77, 78, that kind of time. Um, my mum was born and raised in Thornton Heath, so all the family are uh, originally from here. 
and uh, yeah had season ticket here for loads of different years over all the different parts of the ground and uh, bring the bring the boys, my two sons, to Speroni's pretty much every home game if I can. <laughs> so you're very much a local lad and a local family. Yeah, live 25 minutes away. So <laughs> right. Uh, what, what has been your personal highlights as a fan over those years? Well, I was um, uh, I put a team in the Crystal Palace golf day on Wednesday and had 20 minutes at the bar talking to Steve Coppel and. Uh, we couldn't help but really reminisce about the 4-3 up at Villa Park against Liverpool and probably, I mean... Were you there that day? I was there that day, stood on the in the whole end, uh, quite close to the Liverpool fans and just just an amazing, amazing thing. Right. I'm with you on that one as well. I was, I was, I was in the same, same game, the same end, uh, of course, and uh, that sticks in my memory. And I probably go back a lot longer than you as well, to be fair. But yeah, that, that's one that sticks in my mind. Yeah, I, I go back a lot longer. But that, <laughs> that, that, it's funny, isn't it? That that game sticks in everyone's mind, even though it wasn't a final. You know, yeah. people remember that perhaps more than the final. I don't know if it's because we didn't win the final in the end, but. I think also, I also remember going to school on the Wednesday morning after Liverpool beat us 9-0 <laughs> and the stick that I got that day yeah. and, to, and to beat them 4-3 in the same season yeah. was just amazing. I think that's what makes it, really, yeah. that, for that one. I mean, obviously, the, the playoff final against West Ham, that was a great day as well because uh, we were complete underdogs and all the rest of it. But, as you say, you know, after losing 9-0 yeah. and then going back and doing that in the semi, being a goal down, you know, everything was there. It stacked yeah. against us and uh, that's why it was such a, you know, a great game. And any other particular highlights? Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, um, as you mentioned, the, the, the playoff against West Sam, that was superb. Again, we, we weren't really fancied in that one. Um, that was amazing. I mean, to get to the cup final, I think um, was it was incredible. And perhaps more recently, that that up, I was up at Old Trafford when we uh, saw Darren Ambrose score oh, one yeah. of the most incredible goals. So I've you ever were seen. there that night. Yeah, as well. we went. I went that night, and um, that was that was just amazing. Mm. Yeah, I must admit I didn't go to that one, but the goal was great. You're right. <laughs> it looked well, even better on the TV. <laughs> well, Mark, you know it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio. Uh, local lad, made good and done what a lot of us fans would love to do. Found your way of helping the club, and you know, great. Thanks so much for coming in and speaking to us. I all. appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you.